Heights. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue, here's your host, Brian Noonan. Well, good evening. Welcome. Glad you are here. A big Wednesday night on WTMJ Nights. We're here till 8.30 tonight because the Bucks are in Portland. So our uh, our game coverage starts at 8.30. Justin Garcia will be here. Uh, and then the game, oh, man. And then he'll be here, I think, till dawn talking about uh, the game in Portland. Very, very exciting. So that's at 8.30. But right now, we want you to get involved in the program. 855-616-1620 is the WTMJ Talk and Text Line. If you're calling in, you'll be talking to Tommy. Be nice to Tommy. That's how you get to me. That's the way it works. And here is our text question of the night. And it'll become clear when we get into our first uh, story why I'm asking this. But our text question of the night, who do you talk to when you're feeling down or having problems? Who do you talk to when you're down or having problems? 855-616-1620. I don't know if you saw this, but it's, it's a fascinating development in, you know, there's been a lot of talk in the last few years, thankfully, about mental health and people uh, getting in touch with their mental health. But a lot of people, and to some extent myself included, come from a background where you don't really talk about your problems. You don't want to feel like you're burdening somebody with them or that you're that person that every time you're with somebody, all you do is is talk about how you're feeling and, and this and that. Um, well, Elmo, Tommy, you're familiar with Elmo, right? You grew up with Elmo. Oh, yeah, big Elmo fan. Yeah, who doesn't? If you don't love Elmo, you don't have a soul. I'm just going to be honest. He's a, a red monster. He's supposed to be about three and a half years old. Uh, so if you're going to come at me with, Elmo's such a baby, yeah, duh. He's three and a half. He's a monster. Relax. Plus, he's a puppet. Let's not get too bent out of shape. But anyway, Elmo has a, um, a Twitter account cu- currently known as X. And Elmo tweeted yesterday just, you know, he checks in once in a while. And yesterday, very innocuous uh, tweet. It said, Elmo is just checking in. How is everybody doing? Well, uh, at this point, more than 137 million views and responses are letting Elmo know exactly how they're doing. Uh, From big companies like Buffalo Wild Wings, Chipotle and Shake Shack, celebrities like Dionne Warwick, T-Pain, Rachel Ziegler, Garfield, and uh, the Today Show's Craig Melvin, all these people are writing in, and a lot of them are feeling really awful. Um, now, the guy from today uh, wrote, Thanks for checking in, Elmo. Mondays are hard. Hope you're doing great. Be sure to check on Oscar. He always seems to be in a mood, which is true. It's right in his name. Um, but uh, here's, a, here's a little sampling of some of the responses that Elmo got. Uh, Elmo, I'm going to be real. I am at my effing limit. Elmo, I've got to level with you, baby. We are fighting for our lives. Elmo, each day the abyss we stare into grows a unique horror, one that was previously unfathomable in nature. Our inevitable doom, which once accelerated in years or months, now accelerates in hours, even minutes. However, I did have a good grapefruit earlier. Thank you for asking. (laughs) And another one. Elmo, uh, and then Elmo... Elmo had to respond. He said, Elmo's just checking in. Uh, he didn't ask for all this. So I I was thinking about this, 
And I, I found it. Now, I, obviously, some of these negative responses are probably, um, you know, fake or, or just fun, you know, something like that. But a lot of people were really saying they were having a hard time. And I wonder why it took us a little red puppet asking how we're doing for us to finally be able to vent this. Because there are a lot of people who are, man, battling every day and not, not doing great. Um, so all of a sudden, a little puppet comes back and, and everything's good. Everything's fantastic because he's not going to judge you. You can tell Elmo. Um, you can tell Elmo anything because Elmo is just all about loving you. In fact, after all of these uh, tweets, then yesterday he came back and there was a picture of him hugging his uh, stuffed animal and said, wow, Elmo was glad he asked. Elmo learned that it is important to ask a friend how they are doing. Elmo will check in again soon, friends. Elmo loves you. And then hashtag emotional well-being. So who do you talk to? And does the fact that millions of people responded to Elmo give you a, give you a little push toward, well, we do need to focus on people's emotional and mental health. It's not just... It's not just, you know, for people who are so depressed they can't get up. Uh, from the 414, I talked to my dog. He's the only one that won't judge me. Your dog and Elmo. And you know what, Texter? I will sometimes talk to my dog for the same reason. One, he's not going to run and tell anybody. Two, he's not going to judge me. Three, he's easily bribable with just a couple of treats. So there you go. Uh, just in case you were wondering, some of Elmo's friends did check in. Uh, Snuffleupagus wrote, I love being a Snuffleupagus because I have used huge ears that are made to listen to you share your feelings. Uh, Cookie Monster said, me here, me here to talk about whatever you want. Me will also supply cookies. I haven't broken out my Cookie Monster before. It Tommy. turned into Yoda at the end there. It too. did turn into Yoda. Yeah. I never claimed to be good at, uh, at Muppet impressions. Uh, Oscar did check in too. I'm not great at listening uh, to others share their big feelings, but my worm slimy is. You should talk with him if you ever need to chat. So there you go. Do you have uh, Do you have somebody to talk to, Tommy, when you're when you're down or when you're having a hard time? Oh yeah, yeah. My good, uh, good. my mom would kill me if I didn't say it was her on the air. So my wow. mom's always lock it down. Really. Oh that's yeah. Very, no, that's very nice. I'm not doubting you. I think that's I think that's terrific. Um, I uh, well, I have a therapist, so I talk to him. <laughs> him and the dog tried that. And I know. I know people will say, "Well, don't you talk to your spouse about that kind of stuff?" Not always, because I still I'm I'm like old school Irish, mm. where you know we. We just push our feelings down, and then we cover them up with Guinness. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's the way to do it. How long have you been married? I mean, you've been married a long time, though. I've been married. It'll be 31 years. Oh, wow. It? Yeah. So really, she's tired of my wine. Yeah, I guess, point. at this yeah, point. You know, she puts up the, with it. Yeah, you don't do it in the first couple of years because you're still in that honeymoon phase. Then you do it, 
And then you realize, eh, this isn't going to change anything. So you just, <laughs> you just shut up. And, you you know, you get yourself a therapist and everything's, everything's fine. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, because so, there is, this is a, and it took me a long, long time. So when, you know, I have uh, younger people that I work with, present company excluded, we've never had a mental health talk, even though, Tommy, I'm concerned about a few things, but we'll talk about that off the air. Um, I, you know, and even with my daughter and stuff, I'll, t- I'll say if, you know, it's, it's no shame to get help because it used to be, especially for me, and, and I, I hesitate to say men in general, but I'm going to because I think men in this culture have always been kind of uh, told to just rub dirt on it, for lack of a better phrase, or to pull yourself up by your bootstraps and, you know, just take care of it because we're supposed to be, and and again, ladies, I know this is an outdated notion, but uh, believe me, more men think this way than uh, you want to admit. But we're supposed to be providers. We're supposed to do this. We have to be strong and stoic and not uh, not share our feelings, which is completely wrong. So, uh, you know, now we, now we can talk to Elmo. And let's see, who else? Uh, the 608 talks to their stuffed animals in the rear shelf of my 2011 Chevy Malibu. Very nice. I like that. Um, but um, so that's, you know, that's what we got to do. Tommy talks to his mom, which I think is fantastic. Whoever you talk to, as long as you have somebody who who you feel comfortable that isn't going to judge you and you can just, uh, you know, you can feel comfortable talking to, I think that's great. So there you go. And if you need to talk to, if it helps to, to text or uh, tweet Elmo, then tweet Elmo. But it does show that we, uh, we really, we really need, uh, some of us really need a little TLC. Not the we're chasing waterfalls, but, uh, you know. The other kind. All right. I rarely like traffic laws, but I'm tempted to really enjoy a new traffic law that is being proposed south of the border in Illinois. Uh, There's one part of it I really like. Then the rest of it, I'm a little, I think it might be a little too, uh, too sketchy for all of us. What am I talking about? Hang on. We'll talk about it after this. And if you want to jump in the text question, who do you talk to when you're down or having problems? 855-616-1620 is the WTMJ Talk and Text Line. This is WTMJ Nights. All right. The text question of the night, 855-616-1620. Who do you talk to when you're down or having problems? Uh, From the 414, it's been helpful to talk to my sister and a few close friends. Exercising and music also helps. Seeing one of my favorite bands, The Midnight, perform The Comeback Kid Live was extremely helpful this fall when I was having some issues. Yeah, sometimes music and all that, that, that is a, a good way to lift your spirits. I did see, as I was scrolling through, the only person I saw, really, who was having a, who had a good response to, to Elmo was Chance the Rapper. Chance the Rapper in a good place right now, so good on you, Chance the Rapper. That you are uh, you are enjoying. You didn't burden Elmo with more of your uh, with more of the sadness. Tommy, I think it's a well known fact that I enjoy driving fast. I've talked about uh, I've talked about that before. Really aggressive driver. Yes, I am an aggressive driver. Um, well, is it that I'm so aggressive, or that other people just really suck at it? Well, I mean, 
to be fair, they teach people now, or at least try to, that everyone's supposed to be a defensive driver. So you, you lose a little bit of that. Well, listen, here's the thing about defensive driving. <laughs> um, I am a, if we're on the highway, I am a cruise control 78 in the left lane. When someone's coming behind me, I move over. That's my kind of driving. I'm right. too fast I'm, for the right, but I am a more than happy to move over guy as soon as possible. As you should. I have no problem with that uh, description of your driving. As long as you are aware that the left lane is for passing, unless you're just cruising along and nobody's behind you, I'm good with that. I, I'm too fast for the right lane, but I'm not yes. passing cars because I want to. You know what I mean? The saddest part of a drive is when you have to use the right lane for passing. Right. Because people are snoozing in the left. Uh, on 94, where they're snoozing in the middle, and the right lane is wide open, and I'm like, you know what? Watch Daddy's Dust. Whoosh. And I say that to myself, and I go, why did you just call yourself Daddy? That is very, very disturbing. <laughs> but, yeah, so I am uh, I'm an aggressive driver, uh, sometimes too aggressive, I'll admit it. Uh, I like to drive fast, but I'm, I think I'm safe and in control. I usually stay... Ten miles, uh, ten miles over is about is about the limit, unless, to be honest, if I'm going to my mom's on the tollway, I'll drop that baby up to 85, 90 sometimes, and just keep moving. See, I uh, feel like I'm too young to drive that fast. Well, I uh, why? So, I see well, now. I think young people. I think, I think that's where you develop your taste for driving. No, fast I my young. my argument is that well, being a young male, uh, my car insurance is already the highest it's going to be compared to everyone else. And when a young male drives past a police officer, that is like exactly what they're trying to pull over. Oh, so you're saying because I'm an elderly senior driver, uh, they don't expect me to be going so fast. So even if they do clock me, they're going to go, that can't be right. <laughs> Did you see the hat he was wearing? Well, uh, <laughs> He was so close to his steering wheel, I'm surprised he can breathe. I just feel um, like it is the least leeway position to be in. If I get pulled over speeding, a cop is easily going to give me a ticket. That's true. I've gotten out of one or two in my entire life, and I've been pulled over. I don't have a speeding ticket on my record, let's That's just say good. that. But I do have speeding tickets that were changed to parking tickets on my record. <laughs> what did the, how did they write it up? Uh, he was parked in the middle of the. Well, interstate. usually, uh, it's actually both of them are in the same city in Pleasant Prairie. Um, oh, or those, no, sorry, you know sorry. What? Those those guys down there by the border, they're just yeah. looking for the. It was to come it by. was Mount Pleasant. I'm sorry, I said Pleasant oh, Prairie. Pleasant. It was Mount Pleasant, which it, both the exact same scenario. I'm driving when I went to UW Parkside. I was driving back home or back to college. Either way. In the same city, which is a very small city in between Racine and like Caledonia, but they will get you every time. I got pulled over once for going 11 over, which I thought was kind of lame, and then the other time might have been 23 over. But there was a big change in the speed. I just got caught. I just got caught. Well, that's the other thing. These uh, these towns where. 
It's like if you're on a, a two-lane road out in the middle of uh, nowhere, right. and it's 55, and then all of a sudden it's, hey, look, it's 25 because there's one house that's not even really inhabited. It used to be a house. Now it's just a ramshackle shed, but it's still, quote-unquote, in the town limits. And then you'll have a deputy dog sitting right behind there, and he's ready to whip out and do his business. Yeah. I saying that I do you I also hope everybody knows that I do respect the police. I just uh, and and to be honest, every time I've gotten a speeding ticket, I deserved it. There were, you know, oh, yeah. I'm like, I okay, mean, you got me. Not not I'm, much you can do about it. No, and I'm not gonna argue it. I'm not gonna, you know, um because there's listen, there have been plenty of times when I haven't gotten caught. So, and I've been driving a long time. That's why I got to get a Buick now, Tommy, to finish up that old man thing because they're going to go, look, that Buick can't go that fast. Right. Ah. Yeah. Just rock the station wagons again to have your whole car in the back, too. Dude, I used to drive station wagons. Back when, like, my first car was a station wagon. Yeah. Or my second car. My first one I inherited from my uncle, and it was, it was actually pretty cool. It looked like Starsky and Hutch's Gran Torino. Oh, yeah. The red one. Yeah, mm -hmm. it had a hood scoop and the whole the hood, the blow it looked great. But then that car died and my parents were getting a new car and so I got their old station wagon. How old was it you may ask? I drove it till I had to put paneling under as the floorboards under the pedals wow. and the back seat. Yeah. Okay. I beat that station wagon up. And then I had a uh, Buick Roadmaster station wagon which had a Corvette dual exhaust on it. That station wagon would haul. It was a V8, <laughs> and it was. You have nitrous crazy on fast. your station wagons here now, huh? I said you just have nitrous on your station wagons now. Listen, I I like to envision myself as Mad Max. Yeah. Whenever I'm driving through any sort of uh, desert topography or out on the road, yes, I'll throw the nitrous on. <laughs> And that's it. Master Blaster and I, boom, we're gone. That was, that was this, my family's first car I can remember as a kid. We had a gold one that was like tan gold station wagon. Yeah. I always wanted to sit in the middle front seat, and they never let me before we got rid of it. Oh, you, where'd you have to sit? In the far, in the way back? Yep, yep, I was in the back seat. Yeah, I never sat in the way back. Uh, that was for my two youngest brothers. We had, and they liked it because... The station wagon either had, and we'll get to this law one of these minutes, uh, but we got to take a break in a second. They had the station wagons that had the, the way back that faced each other. I thought that was horrible. Then they had the one that faced out the back window, which was great. Yeah, until we had your the back window one. Yeah, we had the back window ones too. Because um, I thought, I always thought the ones that looked at each other, that would be horrible. Sitting there staring at your sibling for nine hours on a road trip. When you can look out the back window and flip off the truck drivers and stuff, that's much better. That is much better. Uh, texter from the 262. Now, we don't know if this is true, but uh, says Racine County has been aggressive on issuing tickets forever. Like I said, the only two speeding tickets ever got in my life, Mount Pleasant. Okay. All right, listen, we got to take a quick break. And when we come back, it'll be news time. And then we'll get into this Illinois law on the other side, uh, which may or may not make you want to take to the roads in Illinois if this thing passes. But we'll do all of that after we do this on WTMJ Nights. Started to get, well, we, we never really actually got into this uh, proposed Illinois law. Traffic stuff, we start talking about speeding tickets and uh, station wagons and all of that. 
And uh, so a couple of texts, and then we'll get into this. Uh, from the 414, I think I flipped off like six people on my way to and from the Dells this weekend. Sure, that's your aggressive driving, and I'm all for it. Uh, from the 262, the station wagons with two sideways facing rear seats did that uh, so it could seat 10 in a pinch. My dad had a Ford Country Squire one in the 70s. And then uh, some, maybe this is this could be a relative of Jack Grau. I'm in my 60s and have had zero tickets and zero crashes. Despite 30 years of frequent business travel all over the U.S. and a variety of cities and rented vehicles. That's pretty impressive. If you could drive for well, that long, how, how nice and, for you? Yeah, that's, listen. I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad somebody is bringing the average down. Well, that's what I. You and know. the only time my car has ever been totaled, it was parked in front of my mom's house. You remember that whole right, situation? Right, I do remember so, that. Like, yeah, that doesn't count. That wasn't even me. My car was just crashed into. Yeah, I've had a couple. Uh, I've had a couple of small like when you're coming to a, an intersection and you slide and you tap somebody, something like that. A uh, few of those, both being the one who was hit and the one who did the hitting. Yeah. Um, I was telling you, Tommy, the only big accident I was ever in, uh, not my fault. I was driving on the interstate coming back south uh, from Michigan or west from Michigan, and a car came across the median, you know, where they have those uh, U-turns that are supposed to be just be for the police? Right. Came across that. Didn't stop, didn't hesitate anything. I was in the left lane, hit me right behind the driver's door, <sighs> spun me across three lanes of traffic both ways. I ended up in the right-hand ditch. Uh, and my wife, who was my fiance at the time, was about five minutes behind me and came upon me sitting in the sitting in the ditch. Um, the other person was like, oh, I, I was, you know, just, uh, I was lost, so I was trying to make a U-turn. And it was, it, he didn't even... He didn't even, I don't think the car had brakes. I think the only way he could have stopped was to hit somebody else, and Ugh. that was me. All right, so let us let me tell you about this proposed Illinois law. Um, a lawmaker has introduced a bill that would prohibit police from pulling over drivers who speed up to 25 miles over the limit and commit other traffic infractions. Mm. That first part of the sentence, I was all in. Sure. I'm like, woohoo, finally. I can speed with impunity. Uh, and listen, before you get all uh, judgy on me, I don't speed through school zones. I don't speed on, you know, suburban streets. I don't zip down my alley at uh, 90 miles an hour. No, you just do I'm a lot of highway driving. I do a lot of highway driving. And I was also a sprint car driver for many, many years. <laughs> So uh, this guy put this bill forward. It amends the Illinois Vehicle Code and prohibits all law enforcement officers from conducting traffic stops on vehicles throughout the state for a variety of offenses. This is where things get a little dicey on this. The speeding part, I dig. Uh, you can speed up to 25 miles over the posted limit. I don't think that's a good idea off the interstates. I, Because I, imagine if you're in a neighborhood... Like in my neighborhood, most neighborhoods, the speed limit's 25. Uh, 50's too fast to be going down a residential street. Yeah. You can't do that. So it's got to be, there has to be, we can't have a blanket policy. Well, I wasn't going 25 over. Cops can't catch me. Uh, you could only, in Illinois, this is part of this proposed bill, they can only stop drivers who commit felony or misdemeanor speeding offenses. That's 26 or more for a Class B misdemeanor. 
Uh, speeding 35 or more is a Class A misdemeanor. Uh, if an officer does stop speeders traveling more than 25 miles and o- over, they can't use any evidence obtained on that stop uh, for any sort of court case. Again, that doesn't make sense either. What if I? What if they pull you over going 30 miles an hour, and you got an unregistered gun and a bag of uh, a bag of smack, and you've got a you know somebody duct taped in the back seat? You should be able to use that evidence against a person. Yeah. Right. Well, Listen, I mean, I'm not a law enforcement expert. I, I feel like they they do that already, though. Though, right? I mean, when you if you if they have probable cause on any of this stuff, doesn't that get in the way of that? No, because this would they would they would not be able to use the evidence, which seems dumb. So it's like everything; they lure you in. It's a bait and switch with this law. I get all excited. This proposed law, I'm like, yes, a little speeding, and then I go, well, no, even that can't go everywhere, and then it's everywhere else. Uh, it also restricts officers from stopping vehicles that fail to display license plates or stickers or operate with an expired sticker. Uh, they can't stop drivers who commit improper lane usage, fail to comply with requirements relating to vehicle lamps, or have excessive tint or defective mirrors. Uh, they can't have obstructed windshields, defective wipers, defective bumpers, and excessive exhaust. So the police pretty much, you could pretty much drive however you want with whatever you want under this. And so even though, uh, even though I was for, you know, maybe giving a little break to the speeders on the interstate, this is, this is nuts because it's part of, it's part of that, that thing where we go, well, uh, the law, too much law. We don't want, we don't want these cops on our backs all the time, but you can't, you can't have people, people drive horribly now. And the police can stop you for this stuff. Imagine, imagine the roads if the police couldn't stop you for any traffic violation. We've all been behind those guys with no uh, mufflers. Their exhaust system is just spewing everything. Uh, people who don't have lights on their cars. Now, so I, I'm just going to have to keep pushing my luck, Tommy. I'm going to have to keep rolling the dice with my speeding because uh, I can't support this. This kind of stuff. No, no, I, I, and it doesn't make sense to me. I guess how how else do they have? I, if you had narcotics in the car, like how else do they get the probable cause to search for the narcotics if you don't commit a traffic violation? They can't just pull over cars. No, they can't pull it. You know, it used to be like, oh, you got a headlight out, right? Oh, look at that. You can't have a machine gun in your back seat. Exactly. But now they can't pull you over for the, they wouldn't be able to pull you over for the headlight. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Or your expired plates. Now nah, this, I have a feeling this lawmaker uh, has run afoul of the yeah. law a couple times, <laughs> and so it's just like a little bit of inspiration nope. behind this. Yeah, because he, um, they also don't want to do the seatbelt thing, right? Which that's another one. I'm, I think, I know it's safe. But I think that went too far in overreaching. I think we all should wear our seatbelts, and I do wear my seatbelt. Uh, but that was one I was like, what? I don't think they need to uh, legislate that, make that a law. But they did, whatever. Uh, from the 414, first and only ticket after driving over 30 years after my dad passed, cop says condolences, cop said condolences take to court. Oh, jeez. He could have just said condolences. Be careful on your way home. I know you're upset. Some, eh, listen, I don't want to say that there's uh, 
you know, the cops have a, uh, a number they have to hit, because that would be irresponsible of me to say that. But sometimes it doesn't seem to do that. Uh, all right. Tommy, you're old enough to remember the pandemic, aren't you? Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, remember, remember one of the big uh, rebuttals to the vaccine, and I'm not getting, I, we're not getting into a vaccine debate, um, was that Bill Gates is putting microchips in the vaccine. Well, guess what? Now... Elon is actually putting microchips in people's brains. We'll talk about that and more after this on WTMJ Nights. We are here until uh, because then coverage of the Bucks in Portland will begin. Justin Garcia will be in. Oh, so much fun. So Elon, Elon Musk, is he's got a lot of projects. He's got a lot of irons in the fire. And his latest iron in the fire is uh, Neuralink, which is a chip that he implants in your brain and it helps uh, expand your, well, your neuron spikes. So they finally, they announced yesterday, put a spike or a Neuralink in a human patient. Um, He posted on Twitter, currently X, that the patient was quote unquote recovering well after receiving the implant over the weekend. Um, Elon said initial results show promising neuron spike detection. Now, if you've been following Neuralink, they had a uh, little issue in 2022 and faced a lot of criticism because they were testing their implants on monkeys uh, and one of them died during the testing, but they did get FDA approval for human trials last year. Would, Tommy, would you ever let them put a Neuralink in your brain? Uh, so I think to be the Neuralink patient, I'd need tens of millions of dollars. The first person. really, I think. What if you had some sort of uh, disease like MS or uh, I don't know some like sort ALS of neurological or damage, dementia or something? Yeah. Mm. And they said, "Listen, we can plug this into your head, and it's probably gonna." It'll it'll help. It'll improve your symptoms. It yeah, may not I mean, cure if everything. it's if it's past the point of no return, I'd give it a shot. Yeah, then. Yeah, if I'm if it's a last resort. Yeah. If they go, listen, you're there's nothing more that medicine could do for you. Right. But do you see this little chip, Mister Jones? And uh, yeah, I'd let him. But I'm not like I would do it for that reason. But I'm I not in a state now where I would ever say yes no. to it. Good Lord, no. No. And, and I'm not going to do it as a vanity project. Like if they came out uh, with a new one, go, hey, you know, you won't have to wear an Apple Watch anymore if we put this in your head. Uh, all the information, if you just close your eyes, it'll all be there. Do you ever see the Terminator? You'll be able to look at people and figure out if they're a threat or not. Yeah, it's like Google Glass and your vision right there. Yeah. Yeah, just no. Just slap them in your eyeball? No, I would never do that. Uh, there are types, there are people who would do it. I don't know if you're 855-616-1620. Is there any kind of technology you would like to have implanted in your body? Just that question. It's like, no. no. I mean, all right, here's a Now, I'm taking that away from, like, if you're getting an artificial, uh, if you're getting knee replacement or hip replacement, technically, that is technology that you're having put in your body. But this is this is different. This is the evolved, like, electronic 
uh, neurosensors and stuff like that. It's not a pacemaker because we've had those for a long time. It's not artificial joints. Uh, this is new technology. Well, I guess with that argument, I bet you they had the same thoughts back then about that stuff, right? Probably. So you're just saying we got to roll with it. It's it's coming like AI. <laughs> I don't know. I think we you give just into convinced. Our robot I think you huh, just convinced me with that argument. Yeah, go ahead, throw a chip at me. All right. Yeah, just <laughs> like that. He's going to be robo producer. <laughs> right. He's going to be able to snap my finger and a lighter will appear on my thumb, <laughs> just like that. Wow. All right. Well, listen. If we're going to get that kind of uh, gimmick gimmickry with it, maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll think about it. Uh, I know you'll probably enjoy this story, Tommy, because it makes me look like a uh, a cranky old man. Uh, you know, I've been teaching PE for a while. Yeah. So we started a new unit yesterday on basketball. And part of it was I had to roll out the TV. Now, this it's not like the old days where the AV nerds would come down with an old rickety cart and they'd have a, you know, a 12-inch uh, box. 12-inch box. This is a beautiful flat-screen TV mounted uh, like on a big, on a rolling cart, and uh, it's got Apple TV on it, the whole nine. Beautiful, big. It's got, it's got to be like 50 inches. So I roll that to the front of the gym, and I'm uh, mirroring my... Now, this is where I don't sound too old. I'm mirroring my iPad onto the TV mm. to uh, do a Google Slides presentation yeah. for the children. A little, little that, bit of Bluetooth action. Yeah, that's making me sound with it, right, Tommy? Yeah. Sure. Uh, a lot of old people can't do that, but I can do it. Anyway, so we start the, uh, this is second grade. And I know these second graders. I've known them since kindergarten. I taught a lot of them last year. Well, two of them. Now, we start the dribbling process, and I'm like, everybody needs to stay away from this blue line, stay behind it, and don't go near the TV. Pretty simple, but all of a sudden, I hear this crash, mm. and these two knucklehead kids had run behind the TV, chasing each other, which was not even part of the thing. They were supposed to be just dribbling. Just It was the first day, just practice dribbling. That's all. Um, this was after yesterday I told, uh, I told Matt a couple of the balls exploded cause I had overinflated them, but that that's neither here nor there. Uh, all the cord rips out of the wall, all the cords rip out of the TV. The kid goes flying cause he's tripped over the cord. I start to see the cart wobble. Uh, and I'm like, Oh no. So I lose it. And I, there's a joke in school that, um, Every once in a while, the other teachers will hear the quote-unquote Mr. Noonan voice, which is where my voice drops really deep, gets really loud, and like if I were in a bar fight, this is the, the voice I would use. Except with second graders. Except with a second grader. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you thinking? What are you doing? I told you not to go behind the TV. Do your mom and dad want to buy a new TV and a new iPad? And you're going to get hurt, and you're going to hurt somebody else. I can't believe you. And I can see now that this kid is terrified. Well, uh, we stop. I, you know, he's sitting. And every once in a while, I would just walk by, and i go, what were you thinking? Because he's, he's normally a good kid. Well, turns out, and I, I, I feel awful about this. Turns out uh, 
when his teacher came to pick him up, I told her all about it, her and the other kid, him and the other kid, and he started crying. Well, then he went on and it was fine the rest of the day. Well, I found out today that uh, he got so scared by the tone of my voice that he uh, had an accident Oh, and didn't tell anybody. Didn't tell me, obviously. Didn't tell his teacher. Uh, went to the book fair after P.E. Uh, you know, had a fine rest of the day, but uh, went home as he should and told his parents what happened. Didn't really... He was a little... Uh, his description of his involvement in the incident was a little lacking in detail, but that's okay. Um, so I talked to him today, and I was like, dude, you know, you made a bad choice yesterday. And I made a bad choice, too. I shouldn't have yelled at, at you, so I'm, I apologize for that. But you don't usually make these kind of mistakes. He's like, yeah, I know. I'm, you know. And I go, and if something like, I heard you had a little accident, and I'm try, I, I had taken him out in the hall so we'd talk in private, and I'm like, if something like that ever happens, you gotta, you gotta tell me or tell your teacher, cause I don't want you going around all day like that. So I saw his teacher later in the day, and she was talking to him about it, and she's like, "Well, what really, what scared you so much?" And she just said, "Well, he was really loud, and it startled me, and that's when I had my accident." Mm. So I don't know, Tommy. Uh, Don't use the Mr. Noonan voice on me. I will. I will lose it back here, and I won't listen, be able you'll to know. tell you. you. There's no question about it. When I use it, I when I drop that Mr. Noonan voice, things are real. Yeah, get serious. Uh, that yeah, that we're not. We're done screwing around. And it's funny. I maybe a couple times a year I have to use it, and because I use it so sparingly, man. It's, it's got never some had weights. these kind of results, yeah. And I don't want them. I don't want it to have these results again. I felt awful for the kid, um, but it does get their attention, you know. So it's in my it's in my back pocket. If I got to whip it out, <laughs> okay. all right. <laughs> don't cut that and cut that and use it in a in a, in a promo. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we got to do this because then it's news time, and then uh, oh boy. A mom in Florida is making news, and it's not uh, for the reason you think. Or maybe it is. It's WTMJ night. Over, but the night has just begun. This is WTMJ Nights, live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue. Here's your host, Brian Noonan. Welcome to hour number two, even though it's only a half hour because, as you know, the Bucks are in Portland taking on the Trailblazers later tonight. Coverage starts at 8.30 with Justin Garcia. And then he and Tommy will be in until the wee hours. Tommy, what do you, when do you expect to leave tomorrow morning? 3, 4 a.m.? Tommy left already. Well, That's not going to be good for what coverage. Time I'm leaving. I should be gone by about 1.30 this morning. 1.30? Man. Yeah, it's not great. It's not ideal, but basketball has a clock. Baseball... Definitely. That's I, true. I was telling the story, actually, to Sam, the producer of uh, Wisconsin's Afternoon News, that former when I was... Former Knights producer. Yes, former Knights producer, <laughs> when I left Everybody's the first time, uh, they that when I was originally coming on to train here, my third ever training shift was at night, and it was a West Coast baseball schedule, so oh. they ended up uh, playing the Padres at nine o'clock at night 
and then we went until extra innings, and I think it was like a 3 a.m. departure. Oh, no. It yeah, made me, is, made me right. a man for the rest of these shifts. That's a, that is the nice thing with uh, whether it's uh, football, basketball, when there's a time, and normally there's no uh, overtime. In, not a lot of basketball. Well, and, and overtime in basketball is five minutes. I right. mean, okay, so it's done. not going to add much time onto this stuff, but yeah, we that was back in May of twenty two, uh, and it was yeah, it was a long night. And Rachel, God bless her, she's trying to teach me how to do everything during yeah. this time still too. And she eventually is like, "Do you want me to just do this so we can get out of here earlier?" I'm like, "Yep, go <laughs> ahead." Like, so yeah. yeah, we've been here a day and a half. Yeah, it yeah, was that'd be cool. Yeah, Let's and go home. <laughs> the one of my favorite shifts to always work. It's always a bittersweet shift. Is I've worked two end of the seasons for the Bucks now. Uh, so like the last game of the year I've worked and Justin and I take the entire time just to take callers, no matter how late it goes, we usually blow through all the automation, whatever we have for the syndicated to do it. And the last two years we've taken calls for about four hours after, and usually the show is ending around three o'clock in the morning and you're just he knows I'm game for it and he's game for it. So we're usually I remember here very last late. year when the season ended, you guys did that. We usually and... we run into the morning news people coming in. <laughs> that's that's as long and I actually really enjoy the shift. It's always a fun time. People are very interactive and it's a somber state usually. People are what did, what went wrong? What what happened, right? right? But it is But if uh, they're staying up that late too and willing to call and talk, uh I think it's cool that you have that kind of dedication. Right. Well, Justin's dedicated. That's the thing about Justin. He's going to do he's going to go above and beyond. He's not the he's not the uh, you know. And he's a man of the people. The exact he, 100% guy. a man of the people. He is a man of the people. I don't know which people, but he is a man of his some people. people. His, yeah, people. his people, whoever <laughs> those whoever those people are, he is a man amongst them. Man. And he doesn't stand above them. He is amongst them. Whereas I like to keep my distance from people. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Send somebody else in to talk to them. I'll give them my ideas via text. That's usually my job, right? Send them to talk to me. Yeah, you you are my buffer. (laughs) You are my buffer to the people. That's that's why you know, and you're very good at it. I like the way you buffer me from people. You are you are my insulator. My uh, you're my body man, so to speak. Yeah, I take on. If you had known you had all these titles, you could ask for more money. Mm. Well. Yeah, that wasn't going to happen either way. So No, it's radio. No. <laughs> Welcome to the business. All right. You know where you're making some money, Tommy? You where, know where people are that? making money? OnlyFans. Oh. I don't know. I've never been on OnlyFans, and that's not me just being coy. Uh, I'm too cheap. I'm not going on OnlyFans and giving somebody, you know, however much money a month. Uh, but a mom in Florida is making about twenty grand a month. It's a pretty fans. penny. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Um, and it turns out uh, she's making all that money just uh, knocking boots with her husband. That's how they make their money. 20 I, grand a yeah. month. I always wonder the tax situation on this business. That, that would just scare me enough to not do it. Well, if it's... I, I can... I've been an independent contractor most of my life with yeah. stand-up and everything. And I, my old accountant 
used to every every year she told me the same thing. You know, I do ta- I do taxes not uh, only for, you know, your kind of entertainers. I do it for strippers and all that and I'm like, okay. So what it is, it's probably these uh they set up either a uh, an LLC or they're paying taxes quarterly and they just stay ahead of it. And if you stay ahead of it and that's that's the way you do it if you're an independent contractor, which I don't know all the laws, but I would imagine that's kind of what the OnlyFans people are. They're their own business, so they might have to, you know, whatever whatever you're going to incorporate as and to do it. But anyway, this mom is making 20 grand a month. She has uh she has three kids. They go to a Christian school in Florida. Well, problem is uh, she put a, you know, those, usually they have those caricature stickers on uh, the back of car windows where it's like maybe your family in stick figures or Calvin uh, peeing on a, another car's logo, something like that. Well, she decided to make the whole back window of her SUV basically a billboard for her OnlyFans. And, well, as you can imagine, at a Christian school, that didn't really go over that well. Yeah. So now, oh boy, everybody's uh, everybody's all bent out of shape. So they banned her firstly from uh, drop off and pickup. She can't she can't drive her she can't drive her SUV uh, with her OnlyFans account on the back into the Christian school's drop off and pickup lanes. Which okay, I get that. What what is this uh, grade level? Not that it really matters, but is this like an elementary school thing? Yeah, it sounds like an elementary school. Yeah. Elementary Understandable, school. yes. Um to the point where they had to uh they the Christian school suspended a kid last year cuz he was looking up the OnlyFans account uh. on his on his own phone but in school. Mm. So, Jeez. okay. There uh there's that. So she's done that. She's complained that, you know, she's had to walk the kids across a busy street. Um, and this is where I think, this is where I think uh, the self-righteous Christian do-gooders at the school may be going overboard. They want to expel her kids. Now, her kids are not making OnlyFans videos. No. Her, her kids are kids. She says she and her husband make these videos at a studio outside of their house, not like in the yard, but in another location. So the kids are never around it. Now, I would imagine once the kids get older, they're going to go, hey, mom, what's this giant decal on the back of the car? Unless by then she stops. Um, I don't know why the kids would have to pay pay the freight for this. No, and it would only make things, I think, more uh, emotionally traumatizing, too. Yeah, because then the kids are shamed. Yeah, they might not. They might have absolutely no idea what this is. Their mom could just say, "Oh, it's a business your dad and I have," and uh, people, you know, people pay, people pay us for the stuff that we put on the internet, and that's really all the kids need to know. But well, one of the women, uh, one of the women there, she is a TikTok parenting influencer. At the not only at the school, she has two hundred twenty thousand followers. What kind of school are we going to here? Jeez, 
This is a, well, it's a, uh, it's a Liberty Christian Preparatory School. It's preparing kids to be Budinskis <laughs> and try to squash other, squash other people's rights. Yeah. So she is saying that the administrators have refused to address a slew of a slew of complaints. It's a lot. Is it? Is a slew? I, I know a slew is supposed to be a lot, but somehow I have a feeling that for someone like this, two is a slew. And yes, yeah. I rhymed that on purpose. That that makes sense. I don't know. I I feel a little bit for these kids. You know, I mean, it's. The kids of the the, do- of the, the children of the mom. Yes, yeah. That's yeah. I. You know, hey, I'm not a, I'm not a father. I I don't have the way to really speak on much of these issues. But personally, well, that, if right, you, you choose were a son, to, weren't you? Right, I would be mortified if my parents were a. This is how they're making money, and b. Now they're advertising it for all my peers to see. Well, yes. If you got to an age where you're where the kids knew it, then yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. Now, she's trying to spin it as it's teaching her kids a good lesson to not stop doing something just because people are offended. <sighs> she's teaching them to stand up for themselves. That's justification if I've ever heard it. I mean, and I enjoy I for enjoy a little civil rights issues, not for this, I feel like. Right. No, this is Listen, nobody's saying she can't do her OnlyFans. They're saying, listen, you can't advertise it in the driveway of the Christian school. Right. Which, I'm going to question her judgment about that right away. Um, if your, ki- your kids are going to be in the car, that's not something you need to, you don't need a billboard. You're not a Domino's driver with the sign on top. You're, you're peddling something else, which, again... I have no problem with them peddling something else. Right. It's not the business itself. I just no, think that... They have the right to do that. But the judgment of putting that on your family car... Right. Right there, your judgment is called into question. Like, you're you're not trying to teach your kids something. You're trying to keep your income up. You know, the hustle is real. We know that. That's why Tommy's got 87 jobs, you know? And still That's broke. That's the way it goes. Yeah, yeah, still broke, but the but we got to keep on. Every day I'm shuffling, Tommy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, LMFAO right. said that. Uh, did they? They stole it from me because I said it first. Mm-hmm. Mostly because I used to be a, de- a uh, poker dealer in Vegas. Did you? That No, that's oh, not like. I would have believed it with all the jobs you've done. That wouldn't have surprised me. I've done a lot me. of things. Yeah. You know what I can't do? I can't shuffle cards. Oh, I can do I the first. Do the I can't do the... I lay them- Bridge back. I can do the first flip down. I can't do the oh. the bridge back up. You know. My wife can shuffle like there's no tomorrow. Yeah, my my parents are very disappointed in me whenever I shuffle. I can't I can't come back. Yeah, I have to lay the two. I have to lay the two piles down and just do the corners. That's mm. bad, bad, bad. But uh, so yeah, whenever we play cards, she's doing. All, I shuffle, but I'm always. I feel less than when it's her turn to deal. I'm like, you got to show off, don't you? Is this your card? No. Um, so I don't even know what. To, oh, so they want to keep the money. They they want to keep that money coming in. Because let's be honest, if you're making twenty k a month, you want to keep that gravy train a rolling. Yeah, but uh, so there it is. I just feel bad. I feel bad for the kids on a number of levels. And I think at some point you got to quit being a Budinsky and just say, all right, you can't drive your car up here. Um, 
But why kick out the kids? That's that's the thing. All right, we got to take a quick break, and then when we come back, um, I this a new uh, a new attraction is really catching my attention. We'll talk about that and more. WTMJ nights over. We're out of here at eight thirty because that's when pregame for Bucks in Portland with Justin Garcia starts right here on WTMJ, and then uh, Justin will have your post-game coverage as well and be taking your calls and all of that. Do you like Peeps, Tommy, the candy? Ugh, no. No? Oh, well, then this is not for you. What, you don't like marshmallow or you don't like sugar? Oh, I hate marshmallows. Really? Only on s'mores. Lucky Charms, disgusting. Peeps, gross. Uh, I would never, no, absolutely not. One of my... Only few sweet things, not a fan of. See, I will. I like Peeps in moderation. I can't go crazy with Peeps, but uh, I gotta have a. I gotta have a box or two around Easter time. I just have to. Um, but so so with well, this isn't going to interest you at all, Tommy. I was gonna. I was gonna get you a nice uh, weekend away <laughs> to the Peeps Sweet Sweet no. that is now uh, now open for booking. Every detail of the Peeps Sweet Sweet experience is a nod to fun and nostalgia, according to the uh, the brand manager. So Peeps is in uh, headquartered in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, and they have teamed with Home Two Sweets by Hilton to create this this suite. And if you if you Google this, you will see these pictures. It is wildly amazing and fun. I actually as I was. As I was looking at this story today, I called my wife and I go, you got to look at this. And she's like, oh, that is hilarious. It is peeps everywhere. It's um, the the pillows, the sheets, the towels, the bathroom fixtures. There's stuffed peeps. There's all kinds of stuff. Every detail is taken. Plus, you get the classic collection of peeps and all the new flavors for 2024. Uh, Tommy, can I interest you in a Peeps Rice Krispie Treat? No. No, you cannot. All right. How about a Peeps Icy Blue Raspberry? Ugh, that sounds so gross. <laughs> How about a Peeps Sour Strawberry? No. No, I'm not I'm not doing it. Can't do Peeps. They're... I saved the best for last. This is the one because you name-checked this treat already. Peeps Delights S'mores Graham Cracker. Like I said, I, I, I like marshmallows on my s'mores. I, I can't do them really anywhere else. All right. Well, then you won't be running this room and get, uh, being given merchandise, including plushies, slippers, bathrobes, and more. You also won't be wanting to get into the VIP experience. Which will, God. You can go tour the Peeps headquarters and have a chance on seeing the Peeps mobile in person. No. Yes, there's a Peeps mobile. We've talked, we've talked about the different mobiles. You've got Instagram photo ops and all of it. It's, it starts at 159 a night. Not too bad. All right, we got to get out of here. I am not here tomorrow. I am off because I am emceeing a, a big gala event, but I will be back with Tommy on Friday night. Thank you for listening. Thanks for being part of the show. The uh, Bucks come up in just a couple minutes right here on WTMJ. Tommy, thank you. I'll talk to you on Friday. Tell Justin Garcia uh, I said hello. You know, the other night was his birthday, so you might want to give him a big birthday smooch in uh, absentia, Tommy. You might want to do that. All right, we got to go. It's WTMJ Nights.